Welcome to the Kingdom Community. Many in the body of Christ long for authentic community and a spiritual family to belong to. We exist to connect, equip, and send you into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God on the earth. To learn more about us, please visit kingdomcommunity.global. We look forward to hearing from you. Well, hello there, everyone. Glenn Blakeney here, and welcome to the Kingdom Community Show. We have an exciting episode for you today. My guest is Pastor James Levesque. He's the author of 10 Prophetic Values for Today, Hearing, Glorifying, and Restoring God's Voice. So important that we know the voice of the Lord. This is a day and age when many who've really known the voice of the Lord in the past have testified that seemingly they're not able to discern what God is saying. Then on the other hand, we've had many people share things publicly, claiming it's prophetic and that it's been proven to be wrong. Well, guys, where are we right now in the body of Christ? Pastor James Levesque says there's a sifting going on. Hey there, Pastor James Levesque. Welcome to the Kingdom Community Show. We're so glad to have you with us today. Oh, so glad to be here, Glenn. Thank you. Just before we talk about your book, tell our audience something about yourself that most people wouldn't know about you. Hmm. Well, I think a couple things. I think professionally, I've been to over 70 nations, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Ironically, Australia is not one of them. <laughs> and uh, I'm a big uh, football fan, NFL. We we cheer on a lot of teams, and I have tickets that I sell for fun. So we're a big sports sports household. I coached my son's soccer team last year. Yeah, so a lot of fun little things. Well, that's awesome. So who who's your team? I actually grew up a Seahawks fan when I was a real little kid. Um, my stepdad was a Raiders fan. They played in the AFC West. Okay. And then uh, – and then when I became, well, we were living in New England my whole life. I was born and raised yeah. and my son didn't have a team. We weren't Patriots fans. So then we got like Jets season tickets and started <laughs> okay. bringing my son to those games. You know, I figured they're a losing team, ride them up. And now we live in Tampa area. Uh-huh. And so my wife has, is basically at all the playoff games coming up. So wow. those are like the three base well. ones. Well, I'm kind of surprised. I thought you were going to say you were a Patriots fan for sure, but I know. Isn't that wild? <laughs> it is. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's good. Hey, listen, uh, let's talk about your book again, yeah. going back to the title, 10 Prophetic Values for Today. And mm-hmm. this part is very intriguing. The subtitle about hearing, glorifying and restoring God's voice. So what is meant by that? Yeah, I think. You know, when we're talking about what is prophecy, right? Prophecy is hearing God's voice. I mean, that's just what it is. It's it's hearing the voice of the Lord. It's God speaking to us. And what I want to see, what I believe is going to happen through this book is I believe individually, we're go you're each person is going to see God's voice amplified in their life. Maybe the frequency changes. Maybe they start hearing him more than they did before. And so, you know, glorifying is really his voice being just magnified in our lives. Uh It's making room for his voice, right? Paul laid out in Corinthians all these gifts of the spirit. It was the first time we even understood what these descriptions were. And then at the end of them, he said, uh, I pray that you would desire the spiritual gifts, Uh especially the gift of prophecy. 
So we've got to pursue his voice. And then, of course, um, restoring his voice really on the earth, right? And it's not that God's not speaking. It's that a lot of people have had a listening problem. You know, it's, um, I know there's a big international audience, but here in America over the past few years, prophetic ministry really has been on, you know, on life support in many ways, right? Uh The people I know that were hearing God so clear weren't talking and the people that were talking the most come to find out weren't hearing. And so Uh I believe that we're going to see the voice of the Lord restored on this earth in our individual lives. And so that's kind of what we thought by that. Yeah, that's so important. Um, You know, one of the things that I believe we need to really be honest about and have a conversation about in the body of Christ, particularly among leaders, is the whole aspect of really, are we hearing God's voice? And have we been hearing his voice? And and just to be honest about that, um, you know, obviously, throughout the scriptures, we have these references to people who were saying that they were hearing God's voice and speaking forth his word, but in actuality, they were not. Like Jeremiah obviously talks about these people don't have my word. God says they're not prophesying. They're just, you know, sharing the imaginations of their heart, that type of thing. So one of the things you, you say in your book, which obviously even the, the very title of the book is about prophetic values. So what is a prophetic value and what are some of the values you touch on in your book? Yeah. You know, for me, the Lord really highlighted uh, 10 values that would really just bring God's voice into clarity in our lives and just kind of see the Lord's voice just settled in our hearts. And so the, the, the point of these values is in, in some ways I've had somebody read the book and say, man, it's just bringing me back to the basics, you know? Um, one of the values is generosity, right? One of the values is relationships. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the values is a mental health. Like we don't realize the power of emotional health, meaning all of these things, think about the voice of the Lord like a pipe. And the water just flows through our lives. Well, sometimes based on what we do and don't do, that pipe can get clogged up, right? And 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 what you watch and what you consume and how you spend time with the Lord, it all matters. Generosity matters. The relationships we surround ourselves with matter, right? Uh-huh. Valuing his voice, val- like desiring him is a value. And so a lot of these things, as you kind of unfold the book, these values really start to be connected with, wow, to hear God's voice clear and consistent, it really matters how his word, right? Valuing his word. All these things are like pillars, really, for us to begin to hear God's voice. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And and that's so important um, that we do that. Now, obviously, one of the things that we seen as people, as we mentioned, thought they were hearing from God, others who were hearing from the Lord and for whatever reason didn't speak out. Um, you know, there's, there's many reasons for that, but one of the things I'd love you to just unpack for us is this whole aspect of what can we do personally to ensure that we're not being deceived and that we really have, you know, a heart that is discerning like King Solomon, you mentioned. 
Yeah, it's funny because my, the book I'm I'm writing right now is going to be on discernment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, ha- I had a prophet, Bob Jones, years ago. He said to me, you know, what do you think the greatest gift will be in the end days? And I said, well, faith or miracles. And he said, it'll be the gift of discernment. Wow. And I realized that that is such a need today. And in a couple things, discernment comes uh, with spending time with the Lord, knowing his heart, knowing his voice. You know, we're not so reliant on a prophet or some minister to tell you, although it matters, but we've got to have a relationship with God ourselves. Mm-hmm. The other thing is surrounding ourselves with healthy people. You know, when I hear from God or, or, or I'm hearing a word from the Lord, it's good to process these things through with people that you know are solid. They're not Facebook prophets. They're not just trying to get online attention, but they've walked with God. They've heard God. They've come through some struggles and out the other side. So I believe those are a few things that we can do to kind of protect our heart. And then, of course, there's a responsibility that falls on the ministers too, right? But those are some things we can do. What we don't want to do is get fearful and concerned and fear being deceived because then we cut God's voice off completely. And I think that's tragic. Mm, yeah. yeah. You mentioned also about the importance of integrity and the story of Job. How does Job's story help us learn integrity? Yeah. You know, Job, <clears throat> it's interesting because, you know, I'll see somebody that's struggling, right. And they're going through trials and, and they'll say something crazy. Like, you know, Oh man, I'm going through so much like Job. And I remember one time somebody said that I basically almost spit out my water knowing full well this person was in a rough place because of their own doing. Right. Just not listening to the Lord, being disobedient. And I said, bro, you are so far from Job. Job was a righteous man. Job feared God. Job. Uh, blessed people. He was generous. He was wealthy. And and if you really look at Job, the Lord was honoring his integrity and commitment. And that even kind of in that day, obviously it was Old Testament, positioned him for the temptation. And so I just want people to realize like going through storms, like who you are when nobody's around matters, right? Integrity, who you are, the value of living pure, and, and we've got to live pure lives and not fool ourselves by, you know, you go through struggles. Sometimes it's the devil um, holding you back from your destiny. And sometimes it's your own doing of disobedience and you're paying a price for, you know, neglecting God, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. You also mentioned in your book about the importance of learning how to hear God's voice. Um, so what would you share with our audience in terms of some of the things you can practically do to position yourself, to be able to tune in, to really hear God's voice more accurately? Yeah. I think the first thing is we got to realize that we were all created by God to hear his voice. Hmm. He wired all of us to live and hear in the supernatural. When you understand that, then the way you approach the father changes, right? I want to hear his voice. I want to make room in my life to hear his voice. I know a lot of people, you know, they get frustrated that they feel like they're not hearing God, but it comes down to this. And and it was probably the most liked tweet I've ever done in my life. But it says, if you want to hear God's voice, you have to turn down the volume of the world. And, And if we really want to hear God, we've got to turn down the noise. This whole world right now is full of white noise 
Yeah. And it's not, it's not complimentary to hearing God. It kind of works against it. And so we've got to position ourselves, desire it, and spending time with the Lord is going to matter, right? Yeah. If you if you spend time with me, you know my words, my mannerisms, right. how I handle myself, my fluctuations in my voice. If you don't, then you might misunderstand it or, or miss who I am completely. And so same thing with the Lord. Spending time with him, you learn his voice, you hear his voice. And it's it's there's no uh, shortcut. It's time with the father and it's time in his word, learning how to hear his voice and being you know filled with with his presence. Yeah, that's very interesting um, angle really to look at, because I was just thinking as you were sharing, it's when Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and they will not listen to the voice of a stranger. You know, ultimately, when you know the real voice of the Lord, you're mm -hmm. able to identify that which is not. Is that right? kind of something that, that you think uh, would tie into what you just said in terms of spending time with God, the importance of it to be able to identify his voice and know his voice? Yeah, 100%. When, when they study, um, when the government trains people to study counterfeit money because it's a big problem on the earth, Mm -hmm. They don't have them look at the bad money. Mm -hmm. They have they have them focus on the authentic bill, right. so much so that they easily spot the 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 wrong one when it comes. Yeah, and I, I think it is the same thing with us. You know, it's like our. Sh I knew a, a shepherd in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. He had a whole bunch of sheep. Okay. Uh, he's actually his name is Larry. He's a pastor. Okay, and one day he sold some of his sheep off to get some money and kept a lot, but sold some of off. It must have been five, six years. And he went back to one of the farm that his sheep's out. And so he's standing on the back deck, the pastures ahead of him with his friend. And his friends, there's probably thousands of sheep. His friend said, hey, Larry, Shepherd Larry, one of the sheep that you sold me are somewhere out in that pasture. <laughs> and he said, I bet they would know your voice today if you called them. Wow. And Larry said, no, there's not a chance. It's been over six years. They don't hear me anymore. And all the sheep's heads were tilted down eating. And Larry called the sheep's name. And there was only one sheep in the whole field that lifted its head, wow. turned around and came, and came back. Wow. And That's so, nice. you know, he, when it says his sheep know his voice, that is a, that is a, a, in the depths of who we are. God wants us to understand his voice and know the difference between his voice and all the other voices. Yeah. So good. Well, let's talk about something. It's kind of, there's a tension here um, in, in the natural and in the spirit. So on one hand, you know, I hear from prophetic people that say, Hey, I've been part of this church and they won't release me to prophesy. They don't allow me to use my gifts. And, um, you know, and, and I get that that's, that happens, um, far too often. And then on the other hand, we have people, as you mentioned, they're just on social media, they're prophesying, there's no accountability. There's, they're not part of a local church. They have no leadership, you know, overseeing sure. them. And, and so where's the balance on all this and how do we navigate through that tension? Yeah, we were, we were made to live in relationship period, period. The Bible is very clear that when we isolate ourselves, we destroy our sound judgment. And so you and I were created to walk in community and covenant relationships with people on every level. So that goes for ministers, 
who are connected and grounded by other mothers and fathers. And that goes for people who are ministering, maybe not on a huge platform, but, you know, they have to live in relationship. And so, you know, finding a healthy local church is essential to growing in God. Um, and, and it's not always so easy, right? When I got born again in New England, there wasn't a lot of healthy churches. Um, and I ended up planning one, you know, because I just burned to see authentic communities raised up. And so, you know, who you surround yourself with, who you walk alongside with matters. Uh, we just launched a new year now. And who you're going into this next year is going to matter, who you're going in with. Because God, the fruit is found in the cluster. God loves relationships and accountability and partnership. And so um, that's why I think it's so essential to, for accountability's sake and also growing in the prophetic. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Awesome. So your book, 10 Prophetic Values for Today, and by the way, everyone, I'm talking with Pastor James Levesque, it's an amazing book, guys. And the subtitle, once again, is Hearing, Glorifying, and Restoring God's Voice. Well, you conclude your book, Pastor James, with a prophetic word, which is entitled Get Ready. Just share that with our audience, would you? What is that word all about? Yeah, I believe we are entering a day where the move of God is going to be covering the earth. I do. We are going to see a harvest of souls come into the kingdom we are going to hear God's voice like never before because there is a purpose for us. You know, um, it's like I try to tell young people that that we that we mentor like like the book of Acts is so incredible. But also the purpose of the power is what we need to focus on. And we can't just go around saying, well, I want power. I want power. What's the purpose of the power? And so yes. there is a move. There is a move that's begun on this earth mighty signs and wonders, miracles, transformation, and God wants our ears to be clean. You know, Jesus said, having ears, how do you not hear? He wasn't talking about natural hearing. He was talking about supernatural hearing. And so I just believe we're entering a day where it will be detrimental to hear his voice, life and death on some cases. We have to know where to move, where not to move, what to do, what not to do. Discernment yeah. is so important. And that comes with hearing his voice. Yeah. So good. I really appreciate you sharing that. One of the things that I really believe, Pastor James, that right now, and I'd love for you just to, to add your comment to this, um, is we're in a season where God is, I mean, man, things are being rearranged and we see new leaders emerging. Um, but there's also this kind of repositioning, even geographically and different spheres, different areas. And, and one of the things that I have found, because we've had to navigate through these transitions ourselves, is the importance of hearing definitively the voice of God. We've prayed, we've had prophetic words that have come and confirmed, but we're listening, we're listening, and we're coming back to God. And what is he saying? And then, as you mentioned, leaders also speaking into that space and helping us, you know, with that process as well. What what are what's your thoughts on what's happening right now in terms of the Lord? Um, would you confirm that? Like, do you think that's really yeah. like this repositioning and and shifting that's taking place? Yeah, I think over the last few years, there's been a sifting, almost like panning for gold, right? Yeah. The precious um, away from worthless things, right? And so mm -hmm. God is loving His church; He's cleaning the church; He's preparing yeah. it. 
And in that, people are on the move. God is calling people. They're they're moving. They're relocating. They're entering new seasons. It's important, though, that when we hear God's voice, it is, you know, God's voice is always going to be a confirmation of what you already feel. Right. right. So I just think, you you know, we're not sitting there and God's saying, go to Fiji and you hate yeah. Fiji. Right. Like, but understand confirmation. I had a young guy one time. He was confused, felt like it was time to move, didn't know what to do. He went back and listened to some prophetic words that were over him in the 90s. You know, these prophets would come in and just personal prophecy, everybody. And the guy said something about North Carolina. And all of a sudden, the guy goes, I'm moving to North Carolina. And I'm like, why are you moving? Well, because the word said, and I got to just do the word. And, you know, it didn't work out. He unfortunately got divorced and a whole bunch of things happened. But like we can't can't be flaky. We can't just go, well, I feel something happening and I'm just going to make it happen. We got to guard our hearts. We've got to walk in step with the Holy Ghost and realize his steps will be backed by, you know, Job called it the days of butter and cream, just the yeah. grace of God and the ease of heaven behind you. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so important. Yeah, so good. Thank you for sharing that. Very, it's critical. Good vi- advice there, uh, Pastor James. So mm-hmm. how do people connect with you and get a copy of your book, 10 Prophetic Values for Today by Pastor James Levesque, Hearing, Glorifying, and Restoring God's Voice? Yeah, so you can find the book on Amazon, um, anywhere books are sold. I mean, it's, you can go to walmart.com, target.com, and uh, yeah, the book's in stock. Um, I think when we launched, we hit like number five on Amazon. So yeah, the book I believe is going to be such a blessing to so many people. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you, Pastor James Lebeck, for being our guest today on the Kingdom Community Show. Such an honor to have you with us. Oh, man. Thank you for the opportunity. Love what you guys are doing. Bless you. It's such a blessing for me to be able to share the word of God with you through our guest interviews, through teaching and preaching the word of the Lord. I wanted to share with you about Kingdom Community Television and now Kingdom Community Radio. Some of you guys may not be aware that we have an online television network. You can visit kingdomcommunity.tv to learn more. And our new radio network is kingdomcommunityradio.com. We have apps available on Roku, Amazon, Google, Apple, mobile apps as well. So many different ways for you to connect with us. Would you check out kingdomcommunity.tv and kingdomcommunityradio.com. We'd love for you to connect with us. Also, if you have a show, if you have teaching, and you'd like to put it on the Kingdom Community Television and Radio Network, contact us by emailing admin at kingdomcommunity.tv. God bless you guys. Thanks for joining us today at the Kingdom Community. We trust that you are encouraged as a result of spending time with us. We exist to connect, equip and send you out into the world to fulfill your destiny and advance the kingdom of God. To learn more about the kingdom community, please visit our website, kingdomcommunity.global. Again, our website is kingdomcommunity.global. Together, we are better.